When I first experienced anxiety, it was absolute hell on earth, man. You know, I couldn't get on the train to work without having a panic attack. I'd throw up in stressful situations. Social environments were just absolute hell on earth. It, it really wasn't a fun time, if I'm honest with you. And I'm not saying I'm completely free of anxiety now. It still crops up here and there, but it certainly isn't crippling, you know. It doesn't have that grip on my life that it once had, where it would stop me going out and stop me from doing things. And in this video, I'm gonna share with you how I managed to arrive at that place in my mind. So let's get stuck into it. When I first experienced anxiety, man, I tried a few things to try and get through it. You know, I went for therapy, I tried some herbal remedies, I even went and got hypnotized as well, but it just in my experience, these things didn't really help me. And the one thing that did help me sort of start to be able to work through it was a book called Dare by Barry McDonough. Now, I'm not here to try and sell you this book. I'm not here to try and make a commission on the way that you feel. None of that bullshit. I'm simply sharing my experience and what worked for me. So Dare actually stands for an acronym. It's Diffuse, Accept, run towards and engage. I'm gonna start with diffuse. And what this means is that you're diffusing all of the what if thoughts that are coming up. So for example, I'd be sitting on the train to work and my mind would be coming up with all of these thoughts saying, oh, what if you mess up the morning meeting? What if you don't hit targets? What if you uh, mess up when you're talking to a customer? And then I'd counteract these what if thoughts with, so what, you know? So what if I mess up the morning meeting? It's not the end of the world, people do it all the time. And then I'd take it one step further and I'd say, I'd come up with evidence to support why that thought has no power. I've prepared for the morning meeting. You know, I'm gonna be reading off a piece of paper. It's gonna be pretty hard to mess up a morning meeting if I'm reading off a piece of paper. And then I'd take diffusing these thoughts one step further. And what I started doing was, is I'd write down all of the worries that I had every day leading up to you know the rest of the day, maybe certain events that week, every single worry that I had. And then I'd reflect back after and see if those worries actually happened. And what I found was that literally 99% of the time, all these catastrophic worries and thoughts that I had in my mind, they didn't even come true. And when they did happen, they were nowhere near as bad as I thought they were gonna be and I could handle them easily. So by reflecting back and realizing all these worries weren't even happening, when future worries started to crop up, maybe the next morning or the next week about the same thing, they had less power because I had physical evidence in front of me to support the, all of these thoughts that my brain was conjuring up were just erratic worries that weren't gonna happen. Okay, the next step after their approach is acceptance. Now, up until this point, all I'd ever done is run away from anxiety in my mind. If I ever felt a little bit anxious, you know, straight away, my response was, I don't want to feel this way. I was scared of feeling anxious. And what that would do is it put me into a perpetual sort of thought pattern where I'd fear feeling anxious, I'd feel anxious, and then the anxiety would increase, I'd get more stressed. And these building blocks of stress would build up more and more and more until, you know, we're in panic attack city where I'm either throwing up or I'm on the verge of calling an ambulance because my heart's beating that fast. You know, all the lovely things that happen during a panic attack. And what acceptance, what the acceptance part of the DARE response taught me to do was not run away from that anxious feeling, instead to accept it and sit with it. And there's a really interesting quote in the book and it's something along the lines of, you, t you say to your anxiety, I created you, you're a part of me and we're in this together. 
And when I first read that, that really resonated with me because I was like, wow, you know, this is a part of me. I have created this and it is possible to work with this. So of course, it still feels uncomfortable. You're accepting that you feel anxious, but because you're not running away from the feeling, it takes away the power of it. And I found that those building blocks of stress that would happen if I was trying to run away from the feeling that would eventually lead into a panic attack, they simply weren't happening anymore when I started to just accept the feeling and almost talk to the anxiety in a way and say, oh, you're back again. All right, well, I'm accepting you, you know, you're here. So what? Do your worst. And it, this sounds mad, but this, this is said in the book as well, but you can actually turn your anxiety into like, visualize it into this little like annoying cartoon character that just sort of crops up and you accept it. You say, oh, you're back again. All right, well, come on then, do what you gotta do. Okay, third step is run towards. Now, if you thought the last step was counterintuitive, wait until I tell you about this, but just hear me out. So what we're doing is we're breaking the illusion that anxiety is a threat. And what the book outlines and what I also came to realize is that the feeling of feeling excited and the feeling of feeling anxious are actually very, very similar things. So during the third step of the DARE response, if I was feeling anxious, what I'd start to do is I'd say, I'm excited. I feel excited about this particular event or whatever it was that was coming up. I feel excited. And I'd tell my brain that over and over and over again. And eventually my brain started to adjust to that feeling. And it makes sense because you can't really run towards or demand more from your body of something that isn't good for you, something that you're scared of. So by demanding more from your body, by running, by running towards it, it actually takes the power of the anxiety away even more. And it actually starts to give you a positive outlook on the anxiety, as mad as that sounds, because you're drilling into your mind over and over again, I'm excited by this feeling, I'm excited, I'm excited. Eventually, you start to feel that way. Finally, you've got engage, and all this means is doing an activity that engages your mind completely as you're coming down from the anxiety rush. That could be, you know, watching a film, it could be calling someone, whatever you deem fit to engage your mind completely, that's entirely up to you. And for me, in my experience at least, it was only really the first three steps that allowed me to shift the way that I looked at anxiety, and those three steps alone were enough for me, but I wanted to put the fourth one in here just so that you're aware because everybody's different. Some people need the entire four-step approach. So I thought I'd share that with you. Now, of course, this wasn't a walk in the park. I'm not trying to sit here and tell you that as soon as I learned this method, just like that overnight, my anxiety was cured. That's far from the truth. You know, as soon as I learned what this method was, it still took me years of hammering away, consistently trying to implement this method, you know. I would purposely put myself in situations that would trigger anxiety so that I could constantly practice trying to put this method into my life. And every time it got 1% easier to do until eventually anxiety didn't have that grip on my life anymore. You know, it was no longer crippling me to the point where I couldn't go out and do the things that I always used to enjoy doing. So if you feel like anything that I've spoke about resonates with you at all, then I would suggest going and buying the book. You know, I'm not here trying to make money on you. I'm not trying to make a commission. I'm not trying to sell you the book. I'm just showing what's worked for me. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are struggling with anxiety at the moment that could benefit from this information. And in my experience, at least, the information that is in the pages of this book is what really set me on the path to working through this crippling anxiety. And anxiety still crops up today, don't get me wrong, but I've now got the tools to deal with it 
and as I've said, it no longer has that grip on my life.